Hey, what is going on, guys? My name is Tigo. My name is Sean. And welcome to the newest level, uh, new episode, newest episode of Level One Sidekicks. Uh, for those of you who have pay- been paying attention, you may have noticed one of our episodes went down. Uh, yes, episode nine is no longer up on YouTube. Yes, and we'll go into detail about that in a little bit because I actually wanted to say sorry again. Um, Stranger Things Coke video is not on the channel as of yet, and that's 100% my fault. Um, I edited it, I rendered it, watched it. Uh, I think it's really enjoyable. I laughed um, and had fun recording it and being in process, like it, the whole it process. It was uh, recorded differently than we normally record it. Um, it, was a, it was like a different editing process as well, and I thought I uploaded it. I, I hit upload, I did the, let the whole thing, I, I wrote out all of the tags, everything, and then went to find out that later that it, it didn't upload, and I have no idea why. And it's not completely Tico's fault. I should have went up to him earlier when I noticed it was sent up and mentioned it. Dude, I like uploaded it and it was just, it wasn't there because I've been dealing with this episode nine stuff like all week trying to figure out what's up with it. And we'll hop into that, but that'll be coming out same day as the podcast. It'll be coming out tomorrow. It might come out a little bit later. That's why there is no punishment going on this episode. Um, we'll definitely have it next episode. Next episode, 100%. Um, but yeah, no spoilers on that Coke episode. Let's, uh, I let's, definitely uh, recommend you watching it before this episode because it's so hilarious. Um, or watch it after if you're already watching this. I, I enjoyed it. I had fun and honestly was thoroughly surprised. But let's leave it at that. I think that's the best way without giving yeah. spoilers. No more spoilers, right? Yeah, no more spoilers. All you have to know is Stranger Things is out. How was that? Do you? I've, no. I, I, well, I haven't watched I, it. I enjoyed it completely, guys. I, I think you guys would enjoy it. You want to hear a a super funny story about Stranger Things. Go ahead. So, you know how Mari likes Stranger Things and yes. stuff. But it came out while she was in um, Paris, right? Yeah. So for viewers who may not know, my wife <clears throat> went on a trip with her mom, my mom, and my sister to go to Paris. It was a girl's trip um, and whatever. So they were in Paris when it happened. So she downloaded, when she was in France, Pretty she down. downloaded all of the episodes so that she could watch it on the flight back because it's like a nine hour flight or whatever it is yeah well not all of the episodes downloaded oh, all but one episode oh. downloaded and so she was like oh that's fine i wasn't gonna get through all however many episodes it was i'll just watch guess which episode was the only one that didn't download one episode one. Oh my gosh <laughs> so she couldn't watch it at all i was just like you're kidding right She's oh. like, no, I downloaded the whole series and they were and, and they reverse downloaded it for some reason. So they downloaded it from whatever the last episode number is. Is it 12 or whatever? I think it's like eight. Eight. It, it went from eight down. And then she was like, yeah, I was super upset. I couldn't watch it on the plane. It was such a great show. <clears throat> I mean, season. Honestly, it was my favorite of the three seasons. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really, really funny. She was super excited to watch it on the plane. And then, nope, couldn't watch it. Um, speaking of which... This is uh, this was my gift. She got it for uh, the Level One Sidekicks podcast um, because we only have one Level One Sidekicks mug. So she got me a Death Trooper mug. So I've given the Level One Sidekicks mug to John. And I'm going to keep my Death Trooper uh, because Star Wars is the best. Uh, to reiterate to those who are listening to the audio version of the podcast, he has a dark Stormtrooper kind of no, cup. It's a Death Trooper, Death Trooper mug. I literally said it. Yes, exactly. But I just want you to reiterate. Bro, they got it. Our viewers are smart. And listeners. They're smart people. Yeah, but uh, people just listen to the background music, you know. Some people do. 
I just want you to, you know. Give them credit. <laughs> Our viewers are smarter viewers than we are. Our viewers might be smarter than us. No, not might can. be. They are. They are smarter than us. We're idiots. We're idiots, yes. <laughs> 100%. 100%. We had an entire argument on the definition of truth. Oh, yeah. For hours. We had... Oh, my gosh. That one for hours, didn't it? Like, no, no, no. It, it was, it was, it was, it, it was the multiple like, hours stretched across a couple of days. We had um, started that argument in the worst time. It was like 11 a.m. I mean, 11 p.m. at night. And the way that the like the house is set up, like our office is right next to like. It's in between. Yeah, everything. like it's it's right next to like. In the middle Marty, of you, you know, everyone is sleeping in the house. And it's just like we're sitting here screaming about the definition of truth and fact and just going back and forth. It was ridiculous. And, and the thing about truth is Google didn't help at all. No, of course not. Because, again, we were arguing. We were arguing something that's subjective because like we were what we were arguing. Like, I'm not going to get into it because yeah, then this is going to take the podcast. But we were arguing what is the definition of truth and does truth exist, right? Um, and the argument that John and I both used but to different points is the earth, everyone believing that the earth was flat like 200 years ago, right? Like everyone thought that that was truth even though it wasn't. And then so John's argument was truth we don't yeah truth is subjective and then no what you said well it wasn't truth we were arguing fact sorry we were arguing you were arguing that fact is subjective and that i was arguing that fact is not subjective whether the truth of that fact whether we know the truth of that fact is subjective essentially what i was arguing was uh truth is depends on what no fact 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 is dependent on what people believe at that current moment and then what I was saying is, no, fact is fact. Whether you're right or wrong or whether you believe it or not, fact is fact. And so like the things that like that are fact, right, like that we know are true and can't be proven to be not true is like the earth is round. Right. Like we know that the earth is a fear and it orbits the sun. And so <clears throat> like that's a fact and I know it is. And so, but he was saying, it's just like, what happens if in 200 years, uh, another thing we find out, oh, wait, Earth is not round. It's actually a cube because there's like eight dimensions and we just can't see it. And I say, well, then we never knew fact. We thought we did, but we didn't. The, the truth, in fact, is always there, whether it's or not we know it. To my point, it's like, it's subjective. It's like, well, we know at the moment. And then I was saying, no. It never be actuality because we can't come to the actual term of defining what truth is not well let's just uh, move on yeah but that was but we were screaming at like, yeah we were screaming at like back and forth trying to prove to, to each other um i don't know where we were going with this but i just thought that was funny yeah it was a funny story just because we're, we're literally sitting here and it's like 1 30 and we're Oh, and no, the thing was, is that we had started a level one sidekicks meeting because we were starting to build a structure for some things that we're planning. Right. And then we get to this and it just derails everything. We're just doing that for now three hours. And it's now like two o'clock in the morning. Marty's coming into the room telling us to shut up. That was, it was, <laughs> it was this funny. whole thing. But let's go back to the episode nine. Where's episode nine? I didn't get to, to, to watch it if I'm on YouTube. Uh, just give a little background. I released episode nine 
on Wednesday like we normally do, 10, 10 a.m. on Eastern Time. On all platforms. So it's on all platforms. YouTube and then obviously all the podcast uh, locations uh, yes, that we exactly. listen to. Podbean. Um, I don't know all the other ones because I manage the YouTube. You manage the podcast. So, Well, essentially, when we released it, I named the episode Spider-Man from Far From Home. It's out. Super non like it's not clickbaity. Right. So I thought, OK, that's not it's not like a super clickbaity title. It's not anything wrong it's just a fact spider-man far from home is out that was it yeah and so sony well a company that represents sony put a copyright claim on the podcast and i thought what i had originally thought was maybe because i know that i'm wearing my maple leafs um sweater in that episode i thought okay maybe it's the maple leaf sweater but when i looked at the claim it wasn't MLSE. It wasn't a company that's represented by the Maple Leafs. It's nothing. It, they're literally going after the Spider-Man part of it. And I was like, wait, what? Like, why? It doesn't make sense. One, we don't monetize any of these videos. So it's not like we're making any, any money like on this video. Like, we do this for free because we like doing it, right? So there's, there's, there shouldn't be any ads that aren't already the YouTube ads on there. Now, if they wanted to claim any monetization for the videos, I'm totally for it. Do it. If you want to claim the eight, nine views that we get, you want to get oh, those like... Oh, come on. so generous. It's like three. <laughs> like, if you, want to get, if you want to claim the 15 views and listens, half of them being me and you, go for great. It. Go for it, man. Enjoy your 13 cents or whatever it is. But then they had it taken down. So all this week, I've been trying to get into contact with the company to have them put the video back and to have YouTube remove the strike from our channel because we literally did nothing wrong. Exactly. And I, I believe it's not like actually, it's just news, right? Dude, that's my thing, right? Like There are like, many articles online, Spider-Man Far From Home. Dude, there are hundreds of thousands of videos on YouTube. I looked at, if you literally type Spider-Man Far From Home on YouTube, okay, like the first six are from Marvel and like from Disney and different things like that. But everything after that is just news radio outlets, regular people just putting Spider-Man Far From Home on there. Like, dude, what did we do wrong? We didn't claim anything. We didn't, I listened to the whole podcast over. We didn't say anything over the top. And we essentially just talked about like the movie. How great we thought the movie was. Yeah, and it was like only for like, like 20 minutes, right? Yeah. It wasn't even that long because we were planning on doing it, it, it during like this episode. One, one third or one fourth episode. It it's it's insane. We're arguing with it. I'm trying to like I'm trying to fight it. But if you missed episode nine and you're trying to figure out where it is, go in the links below. And listen It'll to go the to our website. Person. Yeah, and just listen to the audio version. If you haven't already like listened or watched it, it's just. I don't know what to do, man. There's nothing we can do. The best thing we can do is probably like re-upload it with a different title. But the problem with that, and this is what I get scared of doing, is is what if they claim it again? It's a second strike on our channel, and I don't want to have any strikes on our channel. We're going to have this copyright strike until freaking October, and it's just like now we're on thin ice for, for what? What did we do wrong? 
no idea, man. Sony and is ridiculous. And they didn't even like issue the reason why, right? No, they issued the reason. What was the reason that Spider-Man: played? Far From Home? That was the reason that they gave copyright infringement on uh, the intellectual property of Spider-Man: Far From Home with Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios. That's literally the claim that we got. That's so weird. We didn't even mention anything. We literally gave credit. We literally like sidestep like every single thing. Like, we didn't any, do any spoilers. We didn't do any spoilers. We like literally like said and things they can like watch from a trailer, right? Yeah. It makes no sense. I have no idea. Like again, I'm trying to argue it. But it, again, we're, it's not at a point like if we were if we had thousands of viewers and this was our like source of income, like I would I would go to court. Like that's something that I would be willing to do. But do we do this for fun? I don't have money to go to court. Especially knowing that those people would counter sue us if we lost for whatever reason. And I don't know the law like that. You know what we need to do? Well, we need to call. I don't want to put her name out on the internet, but you know Marty's friend, your friend from when you guys were kids? Yeah. She lives here now? Yeah. She's going to law school. We got to call her up. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to call her up. See if we have a case. Uh, I don't think she's here. I think she's in Paris. Did she get back? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. When she gets back, we need to talk to her. Because we need to figure this stuff out. Dude, it's just ridiculous. Like, why are you doing this, Sony? Like, we love your... Like, I'm not blaming Spider-Man for this. I'm blaming Sony and Disney for this. Like, this just puts a tick on them and just gets me... Earth? Yeah, upset with them. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, what did we do wrong? Dude, everyone's talking about it. It was a fantastic movie. Why are we getting hit for it? And, like, my thing is, is like, okay, if you're going to hit us, why is episode nine still available on... All of the audio platforms with the same name, description, and content. Literally. I have no idea. I have no idea. Either, and man. the thing is, like, we're like bottom of the like. No, no, no. There's a there's. Here's the barrel. Here's the bottom of the barrel. Here's like eight feet of dirt. Here's the people that are there, and then we're here, right? Like we're below the people under the dirt. Yeah, like we're like no names right now. Like, like literally, like there are four people listening, and two of them are me and you. And we're wondering, it's like, like why? why? How did they find our content? It's like, how did they even find our podcast? Tell me so I could actually improve on that. Argument. Yeah, like I want that level of marketing. Like I just don't understand. And the thing that blows my mind is that. YouTube will tell you if it's an automatic, like like if it was just a sweep and they caught something and you got pinned for it, or if it was manually, like, like somebody manually submitted it. That was a manual submission. That means someone found our video who worked for that company and then manually sent a submission to YouTube about it. I have no idea what's going on. I was just like, dude, it's ridiculous. But what are we going to do about it? Like, there's nothing we can no, really be upset, we, all, right? All we got is wait time or like, again, yeah. So I wish we could just like contact the person. Like, we I want, have, I emailed them. Is that we want to like have our episode out there? Like, what did we do wrong so that we don't do it again in the future? Yeah, like we could edit that part out. And that's the like that. pro- that's the beef that I think like I have with YouTube right now. Is that system, they didn't tell us or give us an actual description of what we went wrong and what law or what rule we're violating. All they said was that the, the video has been demonetized, taken down. Here is the person who's claiming the copyright. 
you've now got a strike on your system and here's the exact wording on the infringement but that doesn't tell me anything because the infringement literally says infringing on spider-man far from home that's literally all it tells me but like i then want to know what is it exactly because the freedom of speech should protect us we're allowed to have an opinion on anything we're allowed to say whatever we want right like obviously you can't go and say bomb in a plane fire in a theater you can't say that you're going to plot an assassination of anybody like that's different right freedom of speech goes in certain ways we have freedom of press i should be able to use your title as long as i'm giving you credit which we did as a thing but i can't like go out and create a spider-man movie or a comic strip or anything like that and that's not what we did literally just talked about it i have no idea like that's one of the things that i think youtube needs to fix is they need to be more clear when it comes to that stuff because we have no idea what we did wrong. We have no idea of how we can improve it. The only hope that we have is that that company emails two guys who are sitting in a spare room in a house talking into a microphone and into a camera with no one listening. Blows my mind. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Moving on. I think we should hold off on talking Spider-Man. I, know, I wanted to talk Spider-Man this episode yeah. like with spoilers and stuff in it, but we're going to hold off so that we don't get another episode taken down and get another strike um, on there. Moving on to, again, it's been, a, it's been kind of a slow news week, right? Like I've looked it up. There's not much like actual news and there isn't much actual stuff out there. So I've only got really two things. Um, that I kind of want to talk about and kind of want to bring to light and just kind of get your opinion on it is number one, a well-known super smash bros professional player was forced into retirement. Why? When, um, reports and things came out that he had sexual relations with a minor at a couple of events. It was the same girl, I think. I didn't read the whole article because it kind of got a little bit... It was just like, ugh, too people. Graphic? Not that it's too graphic. I just like reading about that stuff. But it was, uh, yeah, it came out that he was having relations with a 14-year-old girl, and so he was forced into retirement. Like, he said that he re retired before they banned him from any of the events and stuff. Man, we're getting into, like, esports are getting into, like, the level of, like, news stories, like, that real sports get. Yeah. That blows my mind. Like, dude, that's a one. That guy's a scumbag, right? Like, you should be buried beneath the prison. That's just my opinion. You're a scumbag. But going back to what I was saying is, is like, we're getting like a lot of these pros don't understand what it's like to be a professional athlete because esports is so new. Right, like pro football, pro hockey, pro baseball, they have a lot of this. They have training and things like when you go, when you join the NHL or when you join the NFL, as a rookie, you have to sit through a class. Yeah, it's mandated. It's mandated. I think it's three hours long in the NHL or four hours long in the NHL. Um, About the do's and don'ts. Not, but not just that. Just like, what are things that expectations? What are your expectations now that you're a professional hockey player? How do you carry yourself? Um, they warn you about like the effects and the things of drugs because you have to remember these kids are getting drafted at 18 years of age. 
Yeah. They're about to they're about to sign contracts for millions of dollars. They're 18 years old. And you know how uh, impulsive 18 year olds could be. Exactly. So they have these classes to try and help them. They also go into like the like injuries and head injuries and, and stuff like that. Not as in-depth as we want to, but we're not a sports podcast, so we're not going to sit here and have the concussion conversation. Concussion. <laughs> um, but they have that conversation. They have that stuff with them and everything like that. Yeah. And the idea behind it is to set them up and to teach them and to try to give them a foundation on how to be a professional. Now, the thing with that as well is that a lot of these professional athletes they're part of teams, right? And it's like in, in, in football, you have 60-something teammates. In hockey, you have like 20-something teammates. In baseball, you have like 30-something teammates. So in these sports, you have a lot of teammates. So what does that lead to, right? You have veterans. You have people that have been in the league for 15 years. Yeah. They've been around the block, and so they can take these young guys and mentor them. But in esports, a lot of esports is individual, right? Yeah. There are a few that There are, are oh, quite a bit. There's a lot of team league things that yeah, exist. Yeah, but most people go in and start out individuals. Yeah, but a lot of it is individuals, and a lot of these people that come through, like, okay, you have to, like, there's that argument where it's like, dude, that's common sense. Don't sleep with a 14-year-old girl. Oh, well, nothing's common to people. Exactly. Like, you can't, you can't expect people to be on the same page as you. If you go through life expecting people to have the same opinions and be on the same Mentality page, and stuff like that. you're going to have a horrible... Yeah, yeah, you're like, gonna, yeah, just keep in mind, everyone's raised differently. Everybody has a different experience. Uh, everybody's, everybody's different, right? And so things that are just, like, common sense to us may not be common sense to other people. And so... The thing that I'm ultimately getting at is, is like, do you feel that with these organized esports leagues, I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to ask a follow-up question that should be asked before this. So I'm going to ask this question first though, because <laughs> I already started it. Do you think it should be the responsibility of esports leagues, organizations and events and things like that, that like have like these seasons and stuff? Do you think it should be their responsibility to have that kind of training. It doesn't have to be long, right? But should they have these trainings? Should we have a players association to have a, a conversation with these leagues and to come to this agreement? Because like, like in the NHL, a great example is like, dude, there are players that are forced into rehab. Not for like drug use and things like that, but like, if you're doing dirty hits in hockey, like you can be forced into counseling as a player. Yeah. Like, should we have that for esports? And if we should, who should be responsible? Well, I don't think they sh it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to actually make a player's league where they have like these mandatory like things, um, meetings where they have to go to get informed about like what are your, um, their expectations of you uh, as a player who earns money is. Because we have a platform such as Twitch, YouTube, and stuff like that that people do as individuals, and I don't actually see it happening unless. You, but those aren't uh, esports unless, professionals. Unless you like actually join in as a team, like um, what are some uh, famous teams that you know? Like well, like in? you've got like well up until recently, and we can talk about this later. But like you've got like Optic, Envy, Cloud Nine, Fnatic, uh, right. and stuff yeah, like that. Like those teams right there, they could probably like set up like 
All right, guys, you are joining our team. These are the expectations we have as you. This is how you you're joining Cloud9. But OK, so those teams have that. They have those contracts and they have those things set up. Yeah, but as an individual player, <clears throat> um, no, but the thing is, a the lot of those can't actually control them. Yeah, they can. They're playing their game on their platform. Like Nintendo, like CEO just happened. Heard was an amazing event. I'm very disappointed we couldn't go. But again, it was like last minute. CEO has the permission from Nintendo to run that event. CEO is an event that everyone goes to. Everyone playing like all the fighting games. They all plan on going there and they know who the pros are. They have a pro division and then they have an amateur open. Yeah. Same thing with Call of Duty. Call of Duty has a pro league. And then they have an amateur open that you can qualify to play against the pros for cash money at tournaments and things like that. They're represented by those same teams. Those individual players. Mango. Represented by Cloud9. Hungrybox is represented by Team Liquid. Those are two of the biggest, biggest esports franchises on the face of the planet. Third, followed by uh, Fnatic. Those are the three that you know. Cloud9, Team Liquid, and Fnatic. They're everywhere. They've got teams in every they've got teams on every platform. So so you believe that it's the responsibility of the team, not the league or the organization hosting the event. Yeah. Because right now, uh, esports isn't really at the level of like actual sports. I disagree. Well, it's getting there, but it's not really there. I I'll di- I disagree, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. But no, I want I want you to finish your point. Oh, that that's all. Oh, that was it. Yeah. See, I disagree because League of Legends is on that level. League of Legends is pulling in more viewers than the Super Bowl and stuff like that. The Le- League of Legends is a worldwide phenomenon. These they're selling out arenas when they do their events and stuff like that. They did one in Miami. And they sold out the arena. Like, the arena. Like, all 360 degrees. They did an event in Seoul where they sold out a soccer stadium. I want you to take that into consideration. An entire soccer stadium, they sold all 360 degrees and seats on the ground. They sold out. That's pretty big to me. And what ends up happening is If a scandal like this comes out or breaks for a player on that team playing that game, it not only affects the the sport and the, the game, right? Like if this player played League of Legends, not only does it look bad on League of Legends, it'll also look bad on the team that he's represented by because now the question becomes... Did the team in the league know? Right? Yeah. Did the team in the league know? If the team and the league knew, why didn't they do anything about it? So I think the right answer here is it has to be both parties. I think the team has to put it in the contract and has to put things in place to make sure that the players are behaving themselves accordingly that there aren't any crimes being committed, but ultimately the team is not worried about the level of the game and the things like that. They're ultimately going to try to hide that scandal. And that's where the other half of it becomes is the, the league, the organization, the game. Uh, it is their responsibility to do it because you obviously don't want these stories coming out either. And that's why I think it needs to be a partnership between both the team and the league. 
Yeah, but how would you think the legal police is uh, police it? Well, it's it's just about information. Yeah, right. But the, the league can't keep tabs on every single pro from around the world. Yeah, you can. But they they won't go through that effort. Why not? Why? Dude, it affects you in a negative manner. You're telling me that you you already track all of the stats and you're already have an analytics team developed. You already have all of this money invested into following these players' lives. You're telling me you're not going to invest a little bit more money to make sure that the health of your we don't get a scandal like this? Every sports league on the face of the planet does this to keep a healthy like keeping the league and the game represented the representation of the league and the game is healthy literally everything is set up that way and the great thing about these esports leagues is that they have revenue streams outside of viewership and sponsorship and like television deals and things like that they have revenue streams coming in from the game itself league of legends makes money not only because they have the league of legend the lcs and worlds and all of this stuff but because they have a game that millions of people play you know what i'm saying yeah and people are going out and spending money on it it's a lot of money going into it so they have multiple streams of revenue telling me that they can't spend a little bit more money to make sure that the health of not only their players but the health of their league isn't affected and the viewership of their league isn't affected. Because now this is bringing up a lot of things like this story that I'm telling you about, about the Smash player. Yeah. Is bringing up a lot of questions about Smash. Smash is being looked at negatively. The game. Because no one is policing this. Apparently he's been doing this for years. And people knew about it. And no one did anything about it. The event, people knew about it. Other players knew about it. And no one did anything about it. Because there was no repercussion. There was no, you're going to be banned from the league, or there was no bad, there was nothing being looked at badly. But now these guys are doing this as a full-time career. And now they're not just representing you as an organization, whichever organization that you represent, right? Like, let's say we have a, a level one sidekicks League of Legends team one day. Right. Won't happen because that's millions of dollars, right? Mm -hmm. But let's just say, you better believe that we're going to put our players through... Just like behavioral training, background check. Yeah, like just you're gonna have a whole team dedicated to doing that because you're not just at that point representing League of Legends, but you're representing you know this logo right here. You're a sidekick, man. You got a you represent us now. That's a big deal, and that's where I think that like that excuse of oh they don't want to invest the money is not a good enough excuse in my opinion. I think they you need to. I think you need to. Make sure that your players are on track. Yeah, that's the word. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with that. That's exactly. They're yeah, following. I don't blame you. It is getting really pretty late. Um, let's on, move on to the next topic that you're talking about. You said you wanted to mention one more. Oh yeah, this one's ridiculous. I I love this story because it's ridiculous and it just shows how how great and wonderful capitalism is and how horny men are. But how stupid the internet is, too. So, I'm not... I know the people's names in here. But I'm not going to say the names. Person if you want to find out... Person B. If you want to find out, you can Google it. It's out there. So, John, I'm going to tell you a story. All right, tell me about Person A. Um, so, girl gamers are a thing. 
Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Girls like playing games. Yeah, girls. Girl, oh, if you're an attractive girl gamer, you're gonna get a lot of subs and views. Hundred percent, because guys, guys, <laughs> right? And I'm not gonna say it's a good thing, it's a bad thing, whatever, man. Do you? Now, there are certain. Let's talk about specifically like the streaming world and the things like that. There are certain female gamers that are popular because they're actually good and like the the quality of the content is good even and stuff that, like that, right? Even with that, and, no, you know, no. they're moderately attracted. Does like a few? No, that helps, right? But like, there are those that there's that. Yes. And those guys are pigs. Yeah, man. And those like, yes, you're getting uh, you can. It's safe to assume that girls are getting views because they're girls. I don't think it's right. Whatever. That's not what I'm trying to say. Right. But like there are people there that, that there are girls that do that. There are women that do that. that don't abuse the fact that they're women. Yes. Then you get the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, this, they wear like the bikinis while they stream. And yeah, well, that. you can't do that anymore. It's it's against the Twitch uh, look at policies. But they go all out. You've, you've heard about the Twitch, like the Twitch videos where like it's literally just a girl speaking into a mic, making like little noises, breathing. Like, well, that's ASMR, but that's that's different. Like people are actually into that. I've tried watching those videos. You have to watch them with headphones on. Man, that's weird. That's really weird. It's strange. I know a lot of people that are into it, though. I was like, I was, I was, I was like curious. Like, what, what is this right here? I clicked on it. It's like, all right, you know, gameplay. What is this? Isn't like Twitch, dude? I, I have, I know people that are into it. And before anyone says, "Oh, it's just guys being," no, no, no. The people that I know that are into it, they're all girls. That's weird. Super weird. Again, uh, not my cup. Of, not my cup of tea. No, a lot of it is guys, and a lot of what I've heard is that it's like it's being like overly sexualized. But like the the, the people that I know that watch it are like girls, and then some of them are straight, some of them are lesbian, some of them are bi. They, we've got the whole spectrum. Yes. Um, but yeah, a lot of the people that I know that that are into ASMR actually they're they're women. But let's go back to the story, right? Back to the story. Um, there are some women who take advantage of the fact that there are women and yeah. that the internet is full of you know. Horny guys horny men, yes. that are willing to do anything. And uh, puberty and all that kid. And old guys. That's really a majority of it. Just older guys. So, <laughs> this girl gamer who is 100% like Bad. taking advantage of the fact that she's semi-attractive, that she likes cosplaying and stuff like that. She's 100% taking advantage of that aspect of it. And not in a good way, like I think like Jessica Negri is doing like she does cosplay. She's a very attractive woman. Um, and I feel like she does it kind of like in, in like a right in the right way. It's like kind of empowering enjoyment. Yeah. Like she actually does it out of enjoyment. Um, some pictures, you know, like obviously like, like when you do stuff like that, like it is kind of overly sexualized, but like, there's a limit, right? There's like a point there. There's like a, I feel, yeah, there's a line. Meg Turney is another um, person that does that. Um, you know, there's a line there and I can feel like there's one of those people that I feel like confident following on Twitter and knowing that I'm not going to get some ridiculousness on my timeline. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's not, I, I follow Meg Turney because she was doing back when she used to work for Philip DeFranco and she used to do that show. And then I found out that she did that stuff. And then I've been following 
Jessica Negri because like I just think she's hilarious. I met her once at a at a comic or VidCon or something uh, here in Florida, and I thought, wow, she's really cool. So I'm gonna follow her on Twitter, and then I find out she does this cosplay stuff for a living. Whatever, it's not the point. I'm not gonna say this girl's name. So she does that stuff, but she like overly sexualizes it and all of this stuff. So what she did is she took a bath. I think she posted this video on, on the internet, so you can go find it. So she, t- she, she took a bath. A, a video of herself taking a bath. Yeah, she wasn't fully naked. She had like, clothes on. She Not doesn't go that far. Yeah, no, she was like wearing a t-shirt. I don't no. remember. I didn't watch the video, dude. Um, and she took little jars and she filled it with bath water and she closed them and sealed them. Oh, you told me something about this. And then she put a label on it and sold it. G- gamer girl bath water. Mm. And started selling it. I think it was like $30 a jar. And people bought it. And people bought it because, you know, pigs. But a lot of people bought it for like content, like funny content. And I've seen a lot of people like going out and doing hilarious things because of it. So there's a, there's a guy that I follow on um, Facebook. Man, I forget his name, um, but he's hilarious. Um, he's got like some kind of like body like deformity. All right. But it doesn't let him. It, like he doesn't let it stop him. Like he's, him. like he's, like he's he's like an inspiration, dude. Um, because like he lives his life like every day, and so he posted like a video of him seeing the vi- watching the video, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is a brilliant idea!" And then he jumped to like a bathtub and got like a jar and started filling it up and being like, <laughs> "Hey, if you want some, like, like that's the funny side of it." But a big trend that's been happening because of this is people have been taking the bathtub water and boiling it and making hot dogs with it mm. and eating the hot dogs for YouTube content. And apparently like three people have been hospitalized because of it, because it's like actual bath water. Yeah. It's like, why would you drink bath water? Dude, first of all, eat bath water. I, I, I I assume she's caked with makeup. Yeah. So you're just putting all of that into your body. As well as the pollutants coming from the water and as well as the soap. If she had bath bombs in there as well. Like, dude, you never know. I haven't watched the video. But it's now... speculation. But now, the thing that I think is funny is that... Like, they're... Like, people are suing her. People are planning on suing her because she didn't put any like warning labels or anything on it. And and, and this comes back um, to what we were talking about earlier: common sense. It's common sense that you shouldn't drink bath water. No, no, no. I mean, eat, cook anything with bath water. It's common sense you shouldn't buy gamer girl bath water. <laughs> and use it for cooking ingredients. But obviously, people don't like common sense. Such as like back back in the day, there was um a girl. Want to buy um, Dunkin' um, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, right? But the Dunkin' Donuts coffee didn't have warning. This is piping hot coffee, so she drinks the coffee while she's um driving her car. Takes a break and the coffee spills all over her. She gets third degree burns and ends up suing Dunkin' Donuts. So actually, I actually read the lawsuit on that. It wasn't Dunkin' Donuts. It was McDonald's. It was McDonald's. It was McDonald's, and it was a it was an older it was an older um lady. And the, they did have warnings on the cup. Here's the problem. McDonald's was making batches of these coffee. 
big batches. All right. And they were keeping them hot. But like the correct temperature would be like 100 degrees, let's just say. Yes. Let's just say it's 100 degrees. I don't actually know, but let's just say it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit for any European viewers that we don't have. Um, but they weren't keeping it at 100. They were keeping it at like 160. Again, Fahrenheit. Yeah. And so they served it to her. And when it spilled on her, she got third degree burns. And what happened was when she sued the McDonald's, she sued just to get her medical, like her medical bills paid for. She didn't want anything else. But McDonald's denied her. So her lawyer said, screw this. We're going to take them for everything that they're worth. Sued McDonald's and won the case because they were keeping their coffee hotter than it was supposed to be so that it would last longer. So that it would stay warmer from like when you give it to people. So yeah, that's the case. But again, like that seems like common sense. Don't serve people hotter than boiling water like coffee. Especially if you're going into a drive-thru. Like that's just common sense. Or the other one, did you hear the story about the lady at Dairy Queen who was licking, I think it was Dairy Queen, she was like licking the cheeseburgers yeah. before they got served? No. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember what restaurant it was. Apparently she was licking something. Like so in the back. Uh, I'm assuming some sexual transmitted disease got passed along. Oh, I don't know what happened, but a video hit on the internet. They find out who, she, who, who it was and they arrested her. I think it was under reckless endangerment. Makes sense, you know. That's it is. That is reckless endangerment. But it's just like, that's common sense. Don't do that. Or the guy who, was he peed on the taco shells at the Taco Bell? And people are horrible. Have you heard about the one where um, they put needles, like, at the gas station? Like, when, whenever you went to pump your oh, gas. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. You, yeah, and, like, they a lot had, of you got, like, infected with STDs. Yeah, they, they had that... That was a whole thing. Man, people are a-holes. I know, right? I it's know. like, I just found out that I have SAT, SS, um, STDs. Let's you have an SSD? Oh, I fun. I have an SSD, guys. No. Can I have one? No, I have an STD. What should I do first? Mm, let's just spread my joy around, right? Yeah, dude. Like, you can live a happy life, man. Me and my SSD. <laughs> dude, I just think, I just think going back to the original bath water story, I just think that's so ridiculous, man. Like, yeah, that's great. We're in America. You can sell whatever you want. If someone's willing to buy it, they're allowed to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's awesome. And you have to keep in mind, people are stupid. They'll do stupid stuff with but, it. But I, like, I think that that's, that's awesome. I think that that's awesome. But you also, like, not this story and not that, but, like, because like, that's stupid. But, you know, if she's smart enough to have that idea and go and execute and do it and, you know, take advantage of the fact that she's a woman and take advantage of the fact that, you know... She could sell the, herself. Yeah, that the internet is like that. You know, like like we, I, I gave you this question, right? And I'm going to pose it to the audience, and then I'll, I'll give them the answer later. Um, the answer? So there's a correct answer? It's not there is a correct answer. Opinionated answer. What's the fastest platform to reach 50 million users? Right, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember? We're this. like, we talked like television took like a couple years, airplanes took like a couple years, radio took a couple years. Like there were like decades and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys the answer right now. I'm going to give it like a little bit so you guys can think about it. Post in the, just in the comments what you actually think. Don't just listen to the end and then post it. Um, 
But like, if you're willing to take advantage of that and you're willing to do that, awesome. But be prepared for the repercussions that come with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if we sell a T-shirt and that T-shirt gives people like the hives, you know who's responsible for that? Us. Well, not us, but the people who made the T-shirt. But still, still reflects on us, right? It reflects on us since we sold it to them. Exactly. And so, again, man, it's great. I think it's been enough time. If you guys didn't guess it. You didn't even say the question. Yeah, I did. I just said, what's the thing that got the fastest to reach 50 million viewers? Reached it in 19 days. In 19 days. The answer is. It took 19 days. For it to reach 50 million 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 viewers. We're going to give you a five-second pause right now to write down in the comments below. Three, two, one. If you haven't guessed it, what is it to you? It's Pornhub. Pornhub Pornhub.com. 19 days. And uh, interesting thing, uh, Tio posted this question when we went out for bowling as a family. And my sister, his wife, wife actually guessed it. Dude, she was the only one who got it. She got it like after the third try. So I posed... No, it was her first guess. Was it her first guess? It was her first guess because the way that I posed the question, I originally posed it to you and you alone. Then your brother overheard. So then I posed it to your brother. Then his wife overheard. So I said, I'm just going to pose it to the group. And I said it to the group. And you had already guessed a couple of things by this point. Your brother had guessed a couple of things at this point. And then Madi just went, Pornhub? And she said it as a joke. And I was like, yeah, no, that's right. It was hilarious. It was like... He was just like a double take. It's like, did yeah. you actually guess that? <laughs> like, yeah. Out like, of like, what like threat zone are you reaching like to actually come to Pornhub? But it's not like because like, like, the like, reason like I got porn. skeptical. It's like, it's like porn, but not not just particularly porn as a general. She actually guessed the, the correct up. site, right? Exactly. But it's not just that though. It's because like so me and Madi like we f- are friends and follow the same people on Facebook, and like. I thought maybe she saw it and she was like, no, I've never seen that ever. That's hilarious. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, she got it. First try. That's spectacular. Fantastic. I just thought that that was funny and that that was whatever. All right. Any other things that you wanted to bring up? Anything, anything at all? Speak uh, now or forever hold your peace. Uh, you know, I'm going to bring this up since I'll let you bring up your two topics. Um, guys, AMD finally oh, released. God. Finally released their... Um, the Ryzen processor, July 7th, sold out the first hour. Oh, my God. No one cares, John. It's like because they only had eight available and there were only four people who wanted them. And they each had like they <laughs> wanted to double stack their PCs. If there was eight available and only four people who wanted it, where did the other four go? To the same PCs. They doubled up on the crappy graphics <laughs> card because you need two of those cards to reach one actual card's power. Yeah, so the benchmarks went out and people actually like confirmed. Ryzen is better for media production content creation, while um, because of of course that's more cores. More CUDA cores, specifically. CUDA cores are video cards. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about processors. That's the video. You said media processing. I haven't looked at the benchmarks yeah, because yeah, I don't like, care um, because AMD's garbage. Um, content creation. The Ryzen Ryzen processors are better yeah, so than if- the actual Intel um, con- counterparts. As well as um, Intel is actually better for gaming. So if you're into gaming, you probably want Intel. If you want a content creation, probably Ryzen. As well as... Let me just correct that statement. If you want a processor that's actually worth something in your computer, go to Intel. 
if you want your computer to be lit on fire just by using it, go Ryzen. <laughs> the second one's way more fun if you have the money to blow because it's just like a, when is my thing going to set on fire? And if you have to think about this, guys, you're out in the woods. No, uh, no light to start your fu- uh, campfire with. Subscribe your computer, turn it on, and... There you go. You've got a campfire going. But in all seriousness... Again, that's coming from, like... Like, I keep making these jokes, but that actually happened. Do you remember that? It actually did happen, but that was, like... You helped with that, right? We were trying to troubleshoot what happened. Because my computer was just working one day, and the next day it wasn't working. And then we just... He comes over to help me try and troubleshoot it. And we go and turn it on for the first time since... And it literally caught on fire. That's not a joke. Were you using the AMD processor? Yes. Uh, but you have to keep in mind, guys, just to give AMD some credit, that was before the Ryzen, Ryzen, Ryzen processor actually came out. So they're actually doing really well with the Ryzen processor. But funny story, as we continue this long, it caught off fire. It was hilarious. We were no, just, it literally, like it was in the middle of my room. So we have to remember. No, it was in my room. No, it was my room. It was definitely in my room. No, no, no we I remember. opened it up. Yeah. We were checking it out. Yeah, it was my room. It was definitely my room. Because we wanted to see the processor. John, it wasn't your room because I remember it. Let me finish my story. It was at that time where I decided that I wasn't going to have a bed in my room. I was only going to have the foldable cot because I wanted to turn my room into a streaming setup, and I did it. But you have to keep in mind, I've never been to your house. Yeah, you have. That house, remember, we played... You helped me set up the computer there the first time so that I could play... um, WoW with you and your brother. I remember exactly where it happened. We I after never, it caught on fire. I never been to post WoW. Yeah, it was pre WoW. No pre WoW. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, it, whatever. It doesn't matter. You were. It was at my house because I remember after it caught on fire, I had got a new processor, and that's when it stopped working again. And then I took it to your house, and that's when we started troubleshooting it the second time with the new replacement processor that you helped me get. That's what I'm remembering. Yeah, no, but that didn't catch on fire. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. That's that funny. one didn't catch on fire. It caught on fire at my house. Well, maybe I'm remembering wrong. Maybe he's remembering wrong. No. Whatever knows. it is, is we literally open it up. And so at that point, I maintained my computer pretty well. I got all the dust out. I wouldn't let he anything really go in. He just put thermal paste on his CPU. Yeah, I do. When I opened it, there was no thermal paste. It was completely dry. Well, of course not, because it caught on fire, John. Mm. Um... So all of that stuff, right? And then we go to turn it on and try to see what's spinning, what's not spinning, and then just psh, catches on fire, and we're freaking out trying to figure out how to turn know, this but, fire but off. But the thing is, it's like the, the fire lasted only like two seconds, but the adrenaline was just pumping. Dude, we like were slow-mo. freaking out. Bullet time from like Wanted, where just like, and dude, it, it was insane. You know, as soon as the fire caught, I was like, hmm. Let's try that again. Mm-hmm. We were actually stupid enough to say, let's try that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it was just a spark. No, we did try it again. Computer did turn on. The fans did start spinning. Yeah. And it did boot a, to the BIOS. Yeah, but just a processor, like, completely. Yep. Had to get a whole replacement processor. And that's why I'll never put a potato in my computer ever again. Yeah, yeah but you also have to keep in mind that your computer is actually in the closet, not working. And it's an Intel, isn't it? That one? Yeah. I don't know if it is. Well, here's a computer in the, uh, the closet. We have no idea what's wrong with it. We also haven't tried to troubleshoot it. Uh, we have a little bit. It, it John, was... a little bit. We plugged it in, turned it on, it didn't turn on, and then we were like, ah, screw it. We've got a backup PC. And then we put that in the closet and stopped working on it. 
Anyways, I think we could get that computer working and like. I think we need to like replace the motherboard. The process. I think the like motherboard that. is fried. Maybe yeah, that motherboard is pretty old, I guess. Yeah, and I also did a really bad job of maintaining that one. Like, because I didn't use it for a long time because I was on my laptop primarily and because we were moving a lot, so that like stayed in the storage container and pretty sure like some soldering melted. Because like, literally, no, because Florida's crazy. Because stupid the thing I was hot. confused about is it was working completely well because it was at my house and you were using it for gaming at my house. No, yeah, it was. But remember, then, after well, I well, after well, we left, it went into storage. No, it was. It remained the same spot. It never moved. Did I, it? I left in the same exact spot. Even my brother went and used your computer when you were um, you, when you were when you were living there. If you wanted to play a little games with me. And it was working fine. And then until we moved to here, it didn't just stop working. Might have been something like on the move or something. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. Whatever. Yeah, don't buy an AMD. <laughs> Enjoy an AMD. Uh, anyways, that was a fun episode. Uh, anything else you want to add? I hope that there's more news for next week. If there's any specific topics that you guys want to talk to us about, uh, want us to talk about, uh, let us know in the comment section uh, below if you're watching on YouTube. Let's hope this, this one doesn't get taken down by Sony for whatever reason. Um... <laughs> also, I think what we're going to start doing now, since it seems like news is kind of slowing up and I don't want to keep talking about the same five things over and over again. We're going to cut down on the episode length? N- not. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm not like, again, we don't time these episodes to be like, try to reach a specific time. Yeah, we just generally talk with at least like two or three topics. Yeah, like that's it. And just kind of go and see however long that takes us. Normally it lasts like an hour or so. What I'm thinking is, you know, if there's not that big of a news week, we might just do like timeless episodes. Like just be like, you know, let's just talk about the history of Microsoft and Sony yeah, and that competition. I, I'm feeling the same that we should branch out from just news, current news, like right current now, events and, and stuff. And just like talk about like oldies, topics, man. oldies, topics that we that interest us. I think we should like also, like, I think like another right now, I bought an airsoft gun. That's a really interesting thing. I think we should talk about that. Yeah. Um, so we're getting into like, well, I'm getting back into airsoft, airsoft and John is joining me. And so like, I really enjoy playing airsoft. I love the, like milsim aspect of it i love and i found like milsim pretty interesting as well and so later this year in december we're gonna do a milsim um in southern florida it is a 72 hour event um that we're going to now it's not 72 hours of gameplay it's a three hours two two sections of three hour gameplay no no no. it's two days worth of three different three to five hour games on Saturday, you play a game in the you play a game in the morning. You have lunch, then you play a game in the afternoon. Yeah, that's what I Then saying. you have dinner. Yeah, then exactly. there's a night game. It was on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And well, then on Sunday, it was only two, three hour games. And then on Sunday, they do a super extended game. So oh, it's that, that, one Sunday will be nice. One really long game where it's like eight to nine hours. And the thing is that we're, we're like trying to plan ahead to see. What we need and stuff like that. Like and, I, and, I, and, and I'm stuff. completely like lost. It's this like John's going in like I'm vanilla. Going, I'm going vanilla completely. It's like like I've he has never he hasn't played a- airsoft. I've played one game of paintball, and I'm like completely like lost. And I want to go in as a DMR. Yeah. So DMR designated marksman rifle. Um, it's a lot of fun because like I have a foundation, so like I have some gear already. So like I have a vest. I have a gun. I have uh, some mags, you know, I have boots, I have things, but it's fun because like 
we talked and we want to go in as like a, you know, like an army of two and kind of like see how far we could get. Yeah. But not just that, but like be look, look similar, even though like, you know, I'm running an AR, he's running a DMR and even though we're both fulfilling different roles, Rolls. but we look, you know, we look like an army of two so that we exactly. look That's like what we're aiming for, teammates, you know, like I got my battle buddy. And so we're really excited. And I was actually thinking we won't put it on the Lisk channel, the level one sidekick channel, but I have multiple other YouTube channels. I think we might branch out to yeah, a I, different channel. I, I think that we might record that, especially since it's going to be your first one. Take a camera out, vlog that stuff, and, and just kind of... My my journey through... Dude, I'm going to see if my I can... Ju- um, John's journey... Through his first person. Through Airsoft, a Tiago's Thiago story. <laughs> like, because like, I think it'd be interesting. I think like today, like your gun guy here today, right? We went to go shoot it for the first time. And then I found out, like, what I need to work on with the gun stuff. Like that because um, while the gun was shipping, all I was doing was, like, researching which parts no. you get, which gun. All he was doing is reading forums. And I was like, John, when I got into Airsoft and I got my first gun, I didn't do half of the research that you do. And for uh, those that watched our previous episode know that I really get into research. I go three, four hours just looking like page uh, 12 13 on google what's the last episode that we talked about the one that got taken down where we talking about um anime anime what, what's it yeah well, uh, what's, what defines an anime so last episode the one that got taken down which you probably won't remember um uh, we were talking about anime and how i went like how he would seriously uh, i, I, I went to like page thir- 23 or something like that just trying to see others opinions on what an anime is so I really get into things when I start researching, and it's so much fun. Like, I would. End- His excitement is contagious, though, because like he got me doing it. So we're like on my laptop. I have three different windows, each with like twenty different tabs of just like ridiculous things that I don't need in any universe when it comes to airsoft. But just because like I saw it on one guy's kit, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and I'd be and, like, oh, I want to get it. And we're just, and I'm just like looking at it. It's like I went in with no knowledge of what's in, like the gun, and now I can just imagine what's in my uh SR25, and I have no idea how it actually looks inside because I've never actually opened it yet. But I think that that would be interesting is to like, you know, go like experience that journey and go through that like. You just got your gun for the first time. We went and shot it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, like a vlog. Yeah, like just like a little docu-series of like John's adventure to his first Milsim. Yeah, we might actually start recording that tomorrow. Maybe. Nah, yeah. we'll wait till your your, no, no, your uh, scope gets in. Yeah. When Let's scope, we'll do that. When the scope gets in, my reaction with the scope. Because right now you're just kind of shooting blindly. Without the scope, it's not like you're... You can't really develop or learn or yeah, do anything I, without it. Yeah, I also got a... Work on the hop up so it could shoot straight. Anyways, yeah, there's a lot that's going into it. That might be a new series, but you were talking about this to me. You were wanting to start like a let's play through yes. Legend of Zelda, right? I I want to get into Legend of Zelda. So what I did, I went. Yeah, Tigo's super excited for the I audio version. He's uh, cheering, Muli uh, over there. Anyways, I wanted to get into the Legend of Zelda. I had no idea where to start, so. Like we were talking earlier, I went did my research. Which game I should start? In which order should I play them? Of course, a lot of people say, just play any order you want to. 
it, because none of the timelines are actually connected to one another. Wrong. See, this is where I have beef with his. No, his, no, no, no. Let me finish. I uh, know you're gonna say or or Corinne. No, no, no. This is where I have beef with you going online and searching things. Is because you go and you read other people's opinions on things. And I don't want to say that you take them as like fact and as like th- like the law, but you over like you take in way too much. Like you overvalue. That's the word that I'm saying that I'm trying to find their actual opinions where like. Dude, like I can just tell you like where to start and what games to play and kind of what order. Hey, and, I, and, I asked and you where two makes, months ago to make me a list. I gave you the list. I did it. I literally told you to look up the Hyrule Historia timeline, pick a timeline, play the games in that order because they'll make the most sense to you. I told you that. And then you went, nah. And then you started Googling it. And then someone said, yeah, you can play them in whatever order because the timeline doesn't matter. I was like, no, no, no. You told me that. No, I never said that. The timeline is super important. There is a timeline because every story is connected to one another. I said the only one that isn't connected is Breath of the Wild. We don't know where in the timeline that falls. People speculate that it is the ultimate unifier because of the way that the timeline works is splits up into three timelines. They believe that Breath of the Wild is all the way up here where the rest of the stories end here and it all comes back to Breath of the Wild. So it's the ultimate unifier. But we don't know. That's the thing. Nintendo hasn't told us 100% yet. So going back on track... Um... We were um we were talking about um me live streaming on Let's Play and my reaction towards it. Yeah, just doing it live, just playing through it for the first time. You, then, I don't think you've ever played a Legend of Zelda. I've never played through, any right? Legend of Zelda's. I've played Legend of Zelda the NES version, but like that's only five minutes, and it was like a, a roguelike kind of game, and I was like, it's kind of weird. So yeah, I think that is really interesting. I like this idea. If you have a specific timeline that you think that he should follow, put it in the comment section let yeah. us know and i have a webcam and everything yeah we're course, setting it up of course it's like a crappier webcam than n- normal people use but i'm not nah, doing it it'll work. it down the line it'll work it's, but a it, it's, it's, it's like 720 so it should be worthwhile yeah, it's for now perfectly fine if there's a specific order of games that you think you should play let us know in the comment section below i will personally inspect all of them and judge you for your order of games that you choose um but yeah, let us know what Legend of Zelda games you'd like to see John play. And that kind of got me wanting to do the, a very similar thing. So let me know what games I should play. He's going to play Kingdom Hearts. I've already played all of the Kingdom Hearts. Oh, That's the you? problem. I only I only haven't played three. Huh. That's the I, problem, I think right? I the series that he has to play. I've played everything. Have you played? Yes. Legend of Lugia? What? I thought so. No, I didn't hear what you said. Legend of Lugia. You're going to have to show me the cover but because I, th- I think I have. Have you played? Is it a GameCube game? No. Are you sure it didn't come out on GameCube? It's a PlayStation game. It doesn't mean it's not a GameCube game. PlayStation game. Anyway, so... Um, you played it on PlayStation. Have you played uh, Rogue Galaxy? I'm not going to play that game just it, because you love it so much. It's I love not a it. Series. It's such a great game. No, it sucks. It's, it's, the it's an RPG game. He hates RPG games. I don't hate RPGs. The RPG just has to be good. You're telling me that like Kingdom Hearts isn't an RPG? No, it's an RPG. I love the crap out of Kingdom Hearts. Why did you have Kingdom Hearts 3? Well, because I didn't feel like <laughs> I had to go play it. And I'm also poor. And you decided to buy it digitally instead of having a disc because you're a nerd. You're going to have to download the content anyways. No, I 
No, you don't. Pop the disc in, take a nap, come back, play it. It'd be great. Yeah. Why are you going to nap if you're not going to download anything? Because you got to take a nap. got to let your, uh, <laughs> your PlayStation or your Xbox warm up to the game. You're not downloading anything. It's just got to get it familiar. You know, take it on a date or two. You know. <laughs> Anyways, guys, it was fun chatting. Yeah, it was, it was a fun episode. Here. It was a more nonchalant, laid-back episode. Not too many things to talk about, so just kind of hung out. If you liked the, the way that we ended that second half of the episode, feel free to chat. Like, Let us know. It. Yeah, let us know. Again, it's community. We want to know more about what you guys think and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, that's really it. My name is Tigo. My name is Sean. And thanks for listening. And don't forget the, um, the Coke episode. Yeah, don't forget. It's coming out. I promise. Hello, this is John from Level 1 Sidekick speaking. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoy what you just listened to, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Chat with us on Discord. And if you really do want to support our growth, subscribe to Patreon. Thank you and have a great day.